Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new edition of The Corner Store. I'm your host, Kevin Koval, and in the spaceship tonight, we have an incredible DJ. I feel like, I, you know, I feel like you are, um, you in my mind, you are an international superstar, you know, and I, I feel like that's just prophecy, you know, that is coming, a, a DJ who really uh, sets the mood for not only so many places in Chicago, but increasingly around the country, and uh, I can't wait for international stardom, because it's coming, DJ Chava is in the corner store, welcome boop, boop, to the boop. corner store, yeah, <laughs> thank you, so, oh, thank you so much for being here, no, thank you so much for having me, appreciate you, I, um, before we begin, uh, when we have people in the corner store, as you know, because you've been a, you've, you've, hung out in the corner store Mm -hmm. not been a guest yet but uh you know we get snacks for max snack tour secure some stuff for our guests so max has gotten you a few things uh before we begin including a uh, kavita sparkling probiotic drink this is the uh lime mint coconut aka the mojita i don't know yeah i know max was maybe racially profiling with that one john max um that's his favorite one uh and also a, a, a whole can of sour cream and onion pringles Ooh. Yeah, so these are fresh oh out the corner gosh, store. I love Pringles. You do good. Uh, please enjoy now or share with your mom later, whatever you yeah. whatever you feel. But the Pringles kind of go with your jacket, which is nice. It does, all of this goes with my jacket right, right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. That's nice. So um, first of all, you know, before we kind of get into just, um, you know, who you are and where you come from, just give us an idea of kind of, you know, all, all that you do. Yeah. Um, so right now... I'm kind of just focusing on my DJ career. I started two and a half years ago, so I'm still kind of new to the scene. I have a lot of kind of things that I want to go into from DJing, like producing and kind of creating and curating my own events as well. Last year, I was involved with something with Healthy Hood and Save Money, Save Lives, the coat drive. Yeah. So I kind of want to do more things along that line other than just DJing, just things for the community and things that will, I think, will benefit, you know, our society. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, I want to talk about DJing, but but that notion of social responsibility, where, where do you feel like that comes from? I think definitely my parents, they, my mom has always taught me to love everyone. I think I said something negative when I was younger and she stop that stop that mentality right away and she's just like you know what we're all equal we're all the same you know treat everyone like you want to be treated and even like when i was in high school i would try to do these little parties because you know in high school everyone's partying whatever and i saw that opportunity that you know while you're partying donate some stuff while you're at it and not a lot of people went because there was a rival party that day. But, but what are those rival party people doing now? Partying still. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. But they're not you. Exactly. No, but yeah, it's kind of something that I just, I don't know. I feel a lot of pain and I feel like I hate talking about problems and not acting on them. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to be i want to lead by example not by words yeah. and no that's that's yeah, yeah uh noble and, and important that we need more people like yeah. that particularly more people in the arts i would say you mm-hmm. know and, and but but people generally in community uh your mom is in the building she actually is in, in hey. studio in the spaceship <laughs> as we're recording um tell us a little you, you mentioned your parents what you know what do they do and and 
Yeah, so they currently work as um, wedding servers. So they work in like banquets and all of that. And I mean, my house is a very humble home. Um, I grew up in the small town in Wisconsin. And it's called Burlington. It's a population of like 12,000. Yeah, yeah, where is that? I don't even know where that it's is in Wisconsin. next to Lake Geneva. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So not too far. It's not too far, right. no. Okay. And I was one of the only minority children growing up. So I was always kind of not, I don't want to say ashamed, but I always hid my culture and my mom really helped me come out of that shell. She was very involved with the church and she would teach little kids how to dance bailables. It's uh, like folkloricos, mm. um, folklore dancing. Yeah, right. Right, right. <laughs> In case you guys want to know. Nice. <laughs> uh, Thank you for giving us both. Yeah, tons. the translation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she made me go, she made me attend, even though I resisted and I felt embarrassed to practice and I didn't want the other kids to see me, but she still made me do it. And I'm really glad for that because, you know, no, now that's, that's amazing. I, it's, it's, it's insidious how whiteness works. Cause I feel like, you know what that, you know, the operative principle in you feeling ashamed potentially i imagine yeah. is the gaze of whiteness or the the fearfulness of being other in a space where maybe i'm imagining and please tell me if i'm wrong the people around you are not doing folklore dances of a similar tradition yeah no exactly it's like i saw this one thing where they were talking about how they were almost ashamed of the lunches that you know yeah. they brought to school and that was me too I, my mom would give me gourmet lunches but i was so embarrassed because everyone had lunchables peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and what were you meanwhile yeah. i have this like full course meal that i'm like oh no i don't want to right. see i want this yeah. bland yeah uh, processed american <laughs> yeah. food, american food yeah. whatever that means yeah and yeah i know that's that's very interesting now are both are you are you first generation or are you are you yeah yeah well not really <laughs> so i'm a daca recipient so i was born in mexico when i well, when I was when I was born, <laughs> but I was brought over to Wisconsin when I was three years old before. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Spanish was my first language, but I speak better English because, you know, I grew up here. Yeah, here. of course. Yeah. Um, I could imagine. But why, you know, have you gotten the stories about why, why your parents came? I imagine you, you don't remember being that young. No. So they... My mom might cry, <laughs> but they came here for obviously a better opportunity, just like everybody else. And it, my dad was the first to go. And then my mom followed him. Wow. And how long were they separated? Maybe like six months. Yeah. yeah six yeah. months. That and must have been hard. You know, your mom's in the room, but that and. You could also hop on the mic, mom, if you want. By the way, if you, you're welcome to, if, if if you know, if you want your mom to join us, she's yeah, more than to. welcome to. But no, no, if you come, yeah, if yeah, I mean, just if if you wish, there's no there's no pressure. But I, I just would imagine that that has to be. I mean, that, that's a very common story. Yeah, and has to be so difficult to be separated for a minute, much less months and years. And yeah, please, you could you could come right here if you you will. Um, well, yeah, so I guess, uh, you know, welcome into the corner <laughs> store, DJ Chava's mom. Uh -huh. Yeah, right right there. It's fine. I got, I got the mic on. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I think, because Sarah, we're all good. We're, we're welcoming Chava's mom. Yeah, here, you could, uh, yeah, just, you, you could say hello into the microphone. Right here? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Speak right into Yeah, sorry to put you on the spot. And, and what, what is your name? Uh, my name is uh, Mrs. Chavarria, Marta Chavarria. I'm DJ Chava, mom, <laughs> the most, most popular. No. And, so, and right. I'm so happy to be here. And thank you for those questions because, you know, all the problems we have been uh, uh uh, around the news about the separate kids with her parents, yes. that's very difficult because don't even you don't want to, you have to for necessity for looking for better opportunities. So DJ Chava is one of those girls. He came, his her parents came to have a to look for opportunity. And don't even while we we pass uh, all those experiences we have, because we are adults and we decide to come and we know the risk, but the kids they don't know, and they and they need to suffering or yeah. suffering yeah. about it, yeah. and they have to to, if I will say, take it back in her backpack. And all the all the all the all the necessities they don't ask for, you yeah. know, and they get is something we need to think about it about everyone how hard it is for them to be separate yeah. for her parents and the ur the earlier age, yes, and they don't know who is caring them, and if they will give a good care, we take care of them. And so it is hard, um, but like parents, we have that with the only chance you need to see. And it's not because you choose, it's because you have to look for a better future for them. Don't even, we have a beautiful, and then it's, I don't, I, it's not just our country, but different countries, we have the, they have the big, um, they have, you know, those, uh, those poor countries they're looking for 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 better future, and it's a thing, Lily Chava, because uh, one of the things maybe she don't know when we came from to America, Lily's I will always call Lily every night and singing a song every night by the phone, and she always asked me, "Mom, when you come home?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you so. You, so she was in Mexico. You came, and then yeah. So she let she had my grandma take care of yeah. me and my brother. Man. So for how long for were you? Were, how how long were you separated? Too, no? mm. Yeah, it was six months. We tried to be. We are lucky. We was lucky. You know, some people they. I'm sorry, they don't. We was lucky enough, yes, and they still yeah. separate. But we have a lot, first of all, thanks to God, everyone was ready to help us and be together. And we found a nice people always try to, you know, to be, make everything easier for us. Mm -hmm. Because I always 
try, I was very expressive, and I always ask the people, oh, I have this problem, how you can help me? Always, always, you know, I have not been embarrassed to ask them for help because I need somebody to help me. Mm. And what's the best way to ask? And we try things, and the people sometimes say, how you can be that brave to do that? Say, you have to because you have your kids. And I always try them to look for better opportunities and teach them you need to be, you know, proud the way you are uh, because we're suffering already. So yeah. now it's it, we feel so proud. But, yeah, when the chick was little, it's, was the same experience like when I saw a lot of pictures from the moms separating now though that this very difficult moment we have been political is very it spoke hard. to your own experience it does. Of oh yeah that's very hard it's so, very hard so you you found community it sounds like in the church which is what we were mm-hmm. also talking about that was was mm-hmm. that the community that you felt you could ask for help yeah as uh, we went to a school because course we want to speak you know we we, uh, we try to be better opportunities so you need to speak uh, you need to try to learn English like second language and we have uh, this little beautiful gorgeous town Bullington that give us the opportunity with teachers we have a very good programs and uh, so we start uh, they give opportunities we take advantage of them I will say that because we always, they were always helping us in the church too. So they always try to help not just us, everyone. Right, yeah. And that was uh, very important. And the people feel uh, comfortable and warming because they make us part, be part of the community. Mm-hmm. They always worry about us and make sure we was doing okay. Because we don't have to speak English, so you okay? Yeah, we're okay. Well, I, I will say this. You speak excellent English, mm-hmm. and uh, it's much better than my Spanish. I, I, I'm, I'm wondering, is, is the church, is it mostly Latinx, or is it uh, reflective of what Burlington is? Is it? Yeah, well, Burlington was, I mean, it, it's a very small community. You can go into, um, like, a restaurant or whatever, and you'll know at least... Right. Two three people. You said twelve hundred in the town. Or yeah, 12, it's yeah, twelve thousand. Twelve thousand. Sorry, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I might have heard twelve hundred, but, <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. still small. Yeah, it's it's very small, and um, yeah, everyone was just really nice. Like even the parents that I would hang uh, with the kids when I would hang out with their kids, I always made sure I was good. I always made sure you know they would cover a lot of things. Um, the community was was really really warming like my mom says and they always ask and they always say oh uh, they are welcome anytime because they always invite into my kids you know to all uh, uh, you know small town it's the same coach the same policeman the same uh, teacher the same we, we because it's the most of yeah. we also the most uh, common people around us so it was very nice, and they always said, you kids are welcome anytime, you guys welcome anytime, like pasta parties, like social parties, <laughs> all, you know, and we was a little shy, I will say that, because our English sometimes, but they never, I never then be, uh, like, try to make us uncomfortable. Yeah. 
it was the opposite. They always make a come on, come on in, and let's make it, let's take a drink. And you want, let's try to make a comfortable, you know, you want a tequila, you want a margarita, you know, something more common in. Right. But yeah, it was uh, something we, we learn and we teach them. And I remember Lily always tried to make us proud and, and do what Mama say. <laughs> what, what, what kind of what kind of uh, daughter was was Lily DJ Shaba? <laughs> uh, you know, as a as a as a young girl, uh, like, she, <laughs> you know, I mean, just for instance, was she always into music? Is that through you and these folkloric dances, and then you and your husband are in, uh, you know, weddings? I imagine there's a lot of music around there. But was she always into music, or? Yeah, she always, and she never forget. She always, because I was twenty four seven mom. I was working, but always is what I say. Always worry about they have the better education, you know, and try to make them uh, proud and make them make sure before anything they are smart enough to take the better decisions. So I was with them and enjoy and uh, and play with Lily her music, what she likes, and may always uh, fun of what she's yeah. doing in her computer. And yeah, this was very fun. And she was listening. All we was almost uh, best friends. <laughs> yeah, no. So I used to play basketball and I would actually go to basketball camps in Libertyville, Illinois. Right. Okay. And so first of all, wait, are you, are you good? Are you nice? Oh, I'm good. Oh, you're good. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm you good. <laughs> still, you're still. Yeah, in eighth grade, we won nationals. Okay. Right. <laughs> you know, okay. Yeah, but so we would drive to Libertyville and that was an hour and 30 minute ride or an hour ish, I think without traffic. But on our car rides, we would just blast music. This is the team. No, this, this is, is just me and my mom. Oh, wow. okay. Yeah. All Cause right. these basketball camps were like daily right? every oh, week. Wow. So, so make an it, hour yeah. there, an hour back. Yeah. Right. And, what kind of music do you remember from, from everything, that time? Yeah. Everything. There wasn't one thing that we didn't listen to. I would listen to her tapes a lot, like Sin Bandera, Juan Gabriel, like the OG Latinos, Mana. And then I would listen to my stuff too. And I, they get bought me a laptop when I was younger. And in that laptop, it's when Burning CDs was in. I would make these playlists that I would specify what I wanted it to be for. And it would be so weird because these playlists would have a range of like Daddy Yankee, um, who else? 50 Cent. My brother loved G-Unit. So he... Your brother's older or younger? He's older. Yeah, he's four years older. So he would influence a lot of my taste as well. True. So I would have... A really big wow. range. So, yeah, that's an incredible. That makes sense, kind of. Yeah. Given, even what you play now, which yeah. is really interesting. Yeah. Um. Let's let's talk about your brother for for a second. What what does he do now? So right now he he's actually an artist. So he's very low key about his art, okay. but right. he does help me like curate a lot of things when I when I need opinions for it. He has a really good eye for that. Okay. Um, but he's kind of just like focused on that. He got his degree at UIC for urban planning. Nice. So he's kind of just like figuring it out. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you're a basketball champion. <laughs> um, you're growing up in a, in a small, uh, predominantly white town mm-hmm. in Wisconsin. 
Um, and you hoop in high school? I did. Okay. Yeah. But so in high school, that's when we moved to Illinois. Uh-huh. So we moved to Schaumburg. Yes. And in that, that's when they got that big culture shock. That's when, yeah, that's when I kind of started coming more into who I am because now I'm exposed to so many nationalities. And it was crazy because, you know, I feel like it's easy to think that someone's something when they're a whole blend of it. Mm -hmm. And I was ignorant when I was younger. So, you know, I would see, um, you know, a brown girl and I felt like she was Mexican as well, you know. And that's when I started learning about more ethnicities. I don't know why I was so ignorant, but I was. Of course. Well, you're a kid, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I loved that I got that opportunity to kind of just own up to who I am because a lot of people did in my school. What what high school in Schaumburg? I went to so I went to Conant for two years and then changed schools during my junior year to Schaumburg High School. Mm. Yeah, and that's when you started to throw parties. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know your mom's right here. Did your mom know about those parties? Did you know she was throwing parties? Some. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> this was uh, so we finally got a house my senior year. And that's when I, wow. <laughs> that's when I threw these you, parties. W- where were you, your parents were at work when this was going on, and what was, was for? Yeah, for she they knew about some. Mom, I told I'm them so about sorry. them. <laughs> no, no, y- y'all are good. We now. got some <laughs> stories. <laughs> I know, I know. But yeah, so they they knew about some. Okay. Um, the thing about me and my family is we're very we're we communicate well with each other, and like she said, they let us have that responsibility they let us choose for ourselves and have that better judgment they they trust us and i think that helped out a lot because other than my senior year i really wasn't rebellious at all they kept me really focused in school and my sports and that's it yeah yeah so senior year what t- tell us about these so, parties <laughs> what, what stories does mom know? Yeah, yeah. i mean senior year i just i just threw some house parties and the only reason that i really threw them is because i love i guess who i am today no but i just love that environment i love to see people have fun i like i feel like when you know music is playing when they're around a lot of people kind of makes you forget about your problems it makes you forget about your expectations or whatever you're just in that moment and i mean it was just beautiful to just play music for everybody i would play music at every house party would you you were djing yet or no, no? You would just this be was just selecting essentially still yeah. still right, playlists right right, right. and uh yeah and, and these were uh, they were successful these they parties. were fun yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> would, would, if you can tell us uh in front of your mother um was did it get wild at any point i mean were these yes you know, like, <laughs> I, like i remember my people in high school we were definitely like breaking all sorts of laws i don't know if that yeah, was occurring no yeah, oh okay. we definitely did uh I mean, it got to a point where it was so big one time that we had people from different schools come yeah. from surrounding schools. It's hectic then. Yeah. And it's your so house? It was, yeah, my Dang. house. Okay. I'm like, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> but they would come and they someone punched a hole in my wall. Oh, no. And that's when they had to kind of shut it down. Shut a it bit. down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My dad was not happy, but. Yeah. 
with so, some wild parties. <laughs> so, I mean, it, that seems to make sense then to get into the life, but, but you know, that you're in now. But um, after after high school, did you, you, you went to college? So I went to, I was very, uh, I was very stuck on, on what I wanted to do. I, I felt like it was, I didn't want to rush my decision. And... I was so overwhelmed one time because everyone was choosing their school and, you know, what I want to be. And they already had their courses. And I sat outside of my school in the car with my mom just crying. Like, I don't know what I want to do yet. Like, I have to choose. Like, what do I do? She's just like, just go in. Like, don't worry about it. Just, you know, do junior college. It's okay. And I had some opportunities to play ball in college, but... It was like D2, D3. It wasn't anything major. And I knew that if I were to choose these schools, I'd have to dedicate a lot of time into practicing and kind of balancing that basketball school life. And I don't think ball was life for me at that point. I kind of gave up on that dream. So, yeah, I took time in community college. I studied biochemistry and... My sophomore year is kind of when I decided that I wanted to pursue DJing, and it's all because of my mom too. She, you remember, you remember all this, mom. You remember this this conversation, or you know this this yeah, change in direction. It was a little bit, and I remember, you know, sometimes I saw some movies when they have a news and they don't match with the news with them, you know, with her daughters like. I don't know. You have been practicing basketball for a long time, and you decide to be DJ. And she's like, "I got this, mom." Okay. <laughs> yeah. and you trusted her enough to let yeah, her pursue it. Yeah, of course. It, so that- I always trust trust them. You wow. know, if you want to do this, you really want to. Okay, try. Yeah. But for me, it was okay. Let me breathe a little bit because this is. I was expecting you to go to, you know, to to bus to play to play ball, to play basketball, because it's what he had been working and practicing. But I say, Mom, I want to be DJ. I say, okay, yeah, let's do that. And she's like, yeah, Mom. And she always wants to be in charge of her phone. Okay, nobody touches his phone. I got this <laughs> I got party. It. Yeah. Right. And she and gave course, let her do anything she, she wants. It was my brother. My brother. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was, so it was off of your phone? And is that how you... Well, s- I would just like <laughs> text everyone. I would just copy and paste and send... To everybody and tell your friends and come and for the yeah, for the parties yeah right but then how did you I mean what, the the early ways that you began then going from just a playlist mm-hmm. to mixing what what kind of technology were you utilizing early on so I um, well she told me she's just like you know what because I would come home because my brother would invite me to his parties at UIC and I would <laughs> I would play my music I would control the party through there too this like little 18 year old no one even knows (laughs) but i would control the party and i would come home and i'd be like mom it was lit oh my gosh i had a great time telling my mom about these parties (laughs) and i wouldn't even drink i would just want to be in that environment and she's she's she wanted me to go into djing but because she does banquets with my dad her interpretation of DJing was being a wedding DJ. Yeah, a little Something, different, but yeah. still, it's a party. You're yeah, a party, yeah. So the context is not... Yeah, she's just like, they get good money. I mean, you should do it. And 
I shut it down because I'm like, I'm not going to have anybody tell me what to play, what to do. So then I started kind of thinking about it and opening up to the idea of DJing and looking into people like Steve Aoki to Swiss Beats to Just Blaze, just everyone and the whole culture behind it and kind of really related to a lot of their influences. And I mean, it's people that influence me as well. So I I bought three Kanye West tickets when yeah three Kanye West tickets which cost me like eight hundred dollars but I flipped one of them because me and my brother were gonna go to the St Pablo tour mm. and I flipped one and with that money I bought my DJ controller Don't. yeah <laughs> so that was the, that was the first time where you then began yeah blending and- mixing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I kind of learned by myself and just like really. And what were you playing at the time? I mean, what what, what were the records <laughs> that you wanted to be? Blending? Oh, my gosh. Like old school J, Kanye, old school Kanye, uh-huh. uh, J. Cole. Just I love hip hop and rap and R&B. That's like my heart. And when i got my first opportunity to dj at a house party and you know chicago house party in uic so i brought my equipment and started playing that and this guy comes up to me and he goes this was the new year's he goes oh can you play Lil uzi and i didn't have Lil uzi i only had old school stuff (laughs) and i'm just like oh i'm sorry like i don't have Lil uzi and he got really mad and unplugged my cord wow yeah unplugged my controller and put in his phone i was devastated devastated and i almost felt like i wanted to hang yeah Yeah, my jersey yeah Yeah. after that yeah so i came home that day and my parents gave me a pretty inspirational talk and yeah what was it what what did you say how do you Uh, we take him just start crying mom (laughs) you cannot believe it somebody do Take my cord all from the disconnected my cord because I don't have the. Say, oh, don't worry, everything will be okay. You know, something simple, but we always try to make her sure we always by her side. Yeah. And mm-hmm. as I remember, I always have been told her when she was little girl, I'm always, always I will by your side, mama. So everything you need, everything you want, everything depends how you feel. And she, she knows we always take care of her and give it the the right words. Not very, maybe simple, right. but make her sure she's not alone, she's with us. So you weren't like, hey, uh, Lily, you gotta get little Uzi up in your mix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next time, yeah, next time you, you, yeah, you better have Lil Uzi. For next time, make sure you are doing take the music they want it. Yeah, yeah. right. No yeah. complaints. Here's my, here's my iTunes. Here's my get iTunes. <laughs> iTunes, no. yeah. With the cards. Oh, oh, I yeah. oh yeah, she would give I, you I, the I, gift yeah. cards, right. the iTunes gift cards. Oh, I for... had to tell you something. Isn't, it will be awkward because I'm her mom. <laughs> sure, okay. But, no, but that's great. She loves her. Oh, mom, they invite me to her. Uh, you know, one of my friends' birthday. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Oh, let's buy a present. Let's be, you know, let's be polite. Let's buy a present. Yeah, mommy, let's go get it. What do you want to get, mom? Oh, what about iTunes car, mom? I said, yeah, it's a good idea. And lady, when she, we bought the ice to, uh, the iTunes, iTunes car, cards, yeah. certificate car, and she's like, mom, 
I don't want to go to her party anymore. After how many parties did you ditch, ditch your mom on? You're like, no, 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 I'm, I'm done. I can't. <laughs> no, but she made me back. I took cards and because she wanted to, you know, to have, you know, yeah, down music. Deeper crates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. deeper crates. You know? love to have a music. I gotta music. have a little <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm kidding. So uh, you didn't hang it up, thankfully, after, no, after yeah. that. But, um, and you, and your, you know, your family, your mom was, was a big champion of yours. And mm-hmm. obviously, you're, you know, has given you some confidence. But so... Um, from that time, I mean, how did you how did you move forward and start making a name for yourself? Well, just trial and error, really. I kept practicing. I kept extending my you know my library and doing things with the community. I I never really cared about having uh, a look. You know, I feel like a lot of people. When they start off, they want to go to the top right away. But for me, I knew that it was important to start from the bottom. And I did <laughs> I did this one set, like probably my third set, too, deep in the south side. <laughs> and right, like I live in the sub or I lived in the suburbs at the moment. So I would go deep south. I don't even think I got paid from that. But I mean, I just really wanted to work and you know, have yeah, work on your chops. Yeah, too, right? exactly. Like get the experience. Exactly. Yeah. And so now, of course, you're doing gigs everywhere, right? I mean, you're flying around the country. I mean, I've, I've followed you on IG. Like, yeah. you're, you're out here. Yeah. Um, full, you're full-time DJ. This is what you do. This is my full-time, yes. Right. Uh, how recently has, has it gone from, you know, tinkering, doing parties for free to this being your occupation? Uh, I think this will be... A year now, I want to say. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. It's big, right? Yeah. To, to kind of have a dream that seems also kind of unbelievable, to, and then to be able to make that dream a profession uh, is, is pretty fantastic. Yeah. It's not easy, of course. Mm-mm. So do you have, at this point, are you doing all of the business end yourself? I am. Right. I have been self-managed, self-accounting, I don't know if that's a word, yeah. <laughs> but I've done everything really kind of for myself, like my business and obviously with the help of my brother too. Sometimes he gives me little pointers here and there, but most of all, it's been pretty. And obviously also the help of my friends. I feel like the community here in Chicago is so strong well, and you're as part well. Of a really great community. Like, yeah. I mean, you have a really great crew that is I'm so with thankful. you, that you're supportive oh, of, that it's supportive of you. Right? Yeah. I see you with, you know, not the same people per se, but like, I, like, I feel like I know your community and you all really show up and show out for one another. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. They've always put in a good word for me. Freddie helped me to kind of learn little tips here and there. Ruben now is helping me with some tips too. Like it's just no one has really been that hateful towards what I do. You know, I feel like everyone has been supportive towards my dreams and it means the world to me that they've been like that, you know. And so so in terms of the the art of it now, how would you 
describe your style now uh even emerging from you know playing j and 50 records like how <laughs> like how is your style your taste uh your ear and of course what mm-hmm. you bring to the party how has it grown and evolved and how would you describe it now it's a lot more diverse now for sure i i recognize that a lot of places that i play at i mean it's not just mexicans it's people from venezuela from argentina from brazil from france you know it's just people from all over the place and they have their own little you know music library too that hits home and i think that's very important where i play because you know i can play like a song from brazil like a throwback and people you know are surprised when i play that or i play a throwback at Rila fest i play vicente fernandez and that's a throwback for you know the Mexican culture. And I think it's just, yeah, I like, I like to play around with sounds now. I like to play around with, um, different cultures, music from different cultures. I don't like to just leave it at that. Cause people come from so many different backgrounds. So, I mean, part of the role of a DJ of course is to unite people. Yeah, right? and exactly. Do, do that sonically. And you know, you do that literally via the blend, the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, but the process of then becoming familiar with the catalog of countries, music is exhaustive in some ways. I mean, there's so much recorded. There's so music. much. <laughs> so how is your process of, your own education how does that continue in in your work i mean where and when do you even have the time and what does it look like when you go kind of digging for songs i just i i look everywhere i look on soundcloud luckily i have a lot of friends who also do music um my friend tatiana she kind of introduced she's so dope she introduced me to the pop side and the urban side not the urban um the i can't even think of the word the you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> or yeah. maybe you don't, but... but well, I, I, I do... Like, she... Indie. She, indie. Oh, indie. Yeah, indie. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so yeah, she... I feel like she is a... She's making pop music. Not not that it's... Not that it's bubblegum, but it's, it is intended and it feels like it has the potential to reach so many people. Oh, the my gosh. Music yes. She's yeah. yeah. No, she's amazing. I've seen her work, like, literally work, and she's a genius. But and do you DJ with her sometimes? Yeah, yeah. so I DJ for her sometimes. Right. She mostly, I think she's a great performer when she's with a band. Yeah, yeah. I agree. She's just, yeah. I, I let her do her yeah, thing. Yeah. It's a but different energy. It's a her. different energy for yeah. sure. But um, yeah, she introduced me to the indie side. So now I know more music on the indie end. And uh, I'm sorry, I forgot the question. <laughs> no, just about how you, how you find new things yeah. to play. Yeah. yeah, I just dig at like SoundCloud, YouTube, uh, everywhere, every platform that I can look at. And I, I let people take the ox when we're in the car or when I'm around somewhere. I go to events, check sounds out, like, what is this? I Shazam it. Right. I'm guilty, whatever. No, no, but I, th- I think that's, I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a writer and a poet and I'm 
I constantly kind of am jotting notes to myself throughout the day because that's part of how I view the world. It's kind of my right. lens into in a way to listen to what's happening before me. And so mm-hmm. sometimes I think when I think about my friends who DJ, I feel like they experience the world sonically in that kind of way where they're, you know, it's like different notes that then you could catch throughout a day. Be like, oh, damn, I, I might want to incorporate that into what I do. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Like. I, I have friends from all over now, thank, thanks God, to, uh, you know, me traveling, but see, seeing how the sounds are in Miami, seeing how the sounds are in Texas, in California, in New York, I mean, everyone has their own style, yeah. and it's, I love being around that and going to these events and checking people out, and people, I mean, everyone's so talented in what they do, and, you know, everyone puts in their own amount of work. So it's really nice to kind of get that little glimpse and take a little hint of this and hint of that and hint of, you know. Yeah, that's also good to hear because I think sometimes in the Internet age, there's the fear. I've heard the the concern around kind of the death of regionalism or the death of locality. And that's part of a local music scene is what makes for that, you know, real diversity. But yeah. once you have everything streaming all the time there's a tendency perhaps to have it be monotonous and you just hear the same thing over and over again right. but in your travels are there certain pockets of music around the country that you are really excited about what's happening locally yeah i mean i think the tribal sound is coming in and the dimbo mm. and that oh my god i love that sound and i try to incorporate it into my sets here and there but it's hard because well, the places that I DJ at, there aren't a lot of Brazilians and Dominicans. There are here and there, but not really. So when I play it, I see people kind of just like, what is this? <laughs> but but they are kind of interested. So it's in, I like to play that here and there. And I'm trying to get into the sound where, uh, or to the point where I'm able to produce something that they can be a little familiar with or remix something like i don't know boy genius does it a lot like he he remixes like georgia smith with a cumbia beat or a bachata beat and i think that's really dope and that's definitely like the kind of point like what i want to get to that's the direction it's, yeah it's the sonically you making your yeah, own mixes a, and also original compositions it, yeah, yeah yeah so i can like bring in that sound that I love, you know, yeah. but, uh, and, and kind of usher in a different kind of music that way too. Right. I mean, you're privy to all these different spaces of, of, of music, but then to be able to mash them together in one space, yeah. the DJ role. But if you can make that kind of music, then you're also introducing a whole different kind of genre. Right. Right. Um, where do you have regular Chicago sets? I do. Uh, Fridays and Saturdays. Usually I'm at the mind music hall. Uh, I, recently just made my move to la wow yes i didn't even know that that's amazing Mm -hmm. wow that's big and i'm rooming with tati with tatiana yeah Yeah. wow that's well congratulations that mom that must be hard that uh (laughs) you're gonna make her cry yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but i will say uh they say everything happened for a reason you know and we moved we moved to chicago and there was a beautiful a wonderful opportunity for my kids. And I saw Lily, she just started, Mom, I have this, uh, I have to play, is what her always say. I have to play in this place. And I don't even relate how important 
she came until I saw her in news and magazine, like, oh, my God, really, <laughs> this is serious? Yeah, Mom. Like, oh, wow, this is a big deal. It's a big deal, Mommy. Yeah. And like, yeah, that's okay, yeah. And uh, I was so proud, and she met the right people in the right time, in the right place, and they always have been with Lily so wonderful. Yeah. And and I was like, oh, this is great. And she's like, yeah, mommy, it's just an opportunity. This is my friend, like, okay. And this is my friend, mom, like, okay. So I start see how important move she has been make it right. and the people invited her to be and I always said be thankful for what they did to you because that is very nice and uh, now she decided it's, it's time to move to LA I said okay I know it will be hard for me or for our family for my husband for my son but we all know that it's, it's time for her to keep growing mm. And we just let her do it. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm excited. How, how long have you been out there? So I've been paying rent and I haven't been living there. <laughs> I'm trying to finish some gigs here, but I stayed there for two weeks, came back. Next week is my official kind of day out. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, congratulations. Thank and, you. Uh, you know, as a Chicagoan, I'm sad you won't be. Which is always which is great. And I'm excited. I'm, ex- I'm excited yeah. for you. Um, where where's the best places for people to keep in tune with, with what you're doing? Yeah, so I am on Instagram at DJ Chava with another A at the end. And Facebook, DJ Chava, uh, SoundCloud, DJ Chava. I think I'm on DJ Chava. <laughs> Everything. Everywhere. Yeah. Great. Twitter. Um, mom, you're proud? So proud. So proud. Uh, I hear some poems she was reading until I love listening last week, <laughs> and she said, "Mom, uh, when somebody's proud, there's the first day I saw her in my hands. Mm. Look at me with her big eyes, and I was so proud already for you know. So every any decision is what I said." I will always be proud of her and proud of my Gabe, what they do. And thank you to everyone, all her fans in Instagram. I saw them. <laughs> and I everybody's, oh, ma, I say, oh, wow, that's nice. And, and I look at Lily and say, you're so clear, mommy. You let them know everything about you. And it's very important and it's very good. And uh, don't even Chicago, all the Latin friends, all the all the you know it's Ruido Fest, all the um, Michelada Fest. What else? Uh, uh, Soho House. A lot. <laughs> a lot, a lot of places. So thank you for always uh, think about Lily and make her part of this. Give her an opportunity to growing up and be part of this beautiful. City is what I said. You know, she always I told her, always take take care of them and try to give them something back. Yeah. So you don't have to feel that pain. You feel like you have to you have to do something. If you can do something for them, and you have the opportunity, do it, mommy. 
is what I I have a brave to speak now because I want them to thank you for everything what they do for Lily. Yeah, well, it's it's been a treat having you uh, in the corner store, both of you, and a real honor to get to talk with you. And I'm I'm just I'm really excited to see to continue to see your growth and evolution and yeah the the LA move will be just an expansion of that um, and we look forward to always having you back in Chicago too so thank you you both for being in the corner store thank uh, you thank Thank you you. thank you Lily for sharing time with with mom (laughs) right yeah yeah yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it was great thank you guys I want to thank our super producer, DJ Cashera. WDN boss man, Todd Manley. Shout out Ernie the Engineer. And of course, Max the Snack Tour. All day. On IG and Twitter, we are... Cornerstore underscore pod. Please y'all rate and subscribe on iTunes. Tell someone to listen to the Corner Store. And if you wish, you could also tell us who we should have on the Corner Store. Yeah, just you know, slide in our DMs. They're open. A great way to support us is through our Patreon account. It's patreon.com slash cornerstore underscore pod. And you can, you know, support us in our future endeavors and, you know, get some benefits along the way. And it's like the little change jar. Like yeah, you, the, know. The, you know. In front, like at the corner store. Jar, right? Yeah, right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you listen, please support. And uh, we really appreciate your support. Thanks. The Corner Store is brought to you by Stolen Spirits.